to once. Okay, I think we're I think we're on air now. What's up, Darkroom Prophecies? We're back. Yes. We have a microphone this time. Let's try to get better audio. Hopefully it's going. I'm with my main man, Jamie. What's up, everyone? I'm Ray. I don't know if you can hear him because he doesn't have the mic, but I'm gonna hand him the mic and he's just gonna do what he does. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Uh, it's good to see you. It's been such a long time uh, since I've had human contact with people. So it's cool to see you. Um, we just, yeah, got here for, anyway, um, just a quick, a quick one for this Sunday evening right before President's Day. And, oh, shit. That shows you how out of it that we've been lately. It's Monday already. It's already President's Day. So, this is a President's Day gift. Um, forget about the pre-gift. Um, this is just a free um, President's Day gift. So just anyway, why uh, we're, we're on air again talking about these, these, um, these topics that most people don't care about. Most people don't care about these topics. Um, or maybe they do, but it's just not very popular. And there's a reason for that. And that's what we're actually going to get into. And what is the topics that, or what is the topic that we're going to talk about today? Wisdom. We're going to be talking about wisdom. Um, wisdom's not a very, uh, it's not a goal most people have in today's world. This is civilization that we live in around the globe. It's not really designed and it's not really geared toward attaining wisdom. It's geared toward attaining money and power and that is kind of a deviation from many of the ancient cultures that existed thousands of years ago more than two thousand years ago um and these are the the ancient cultures of like egypt um mesoamerica asia uh, babylon all these ancient cultures just all these ancient civilizations they were geared toward a much different ideal than um, today. And so I just want to get into that. And um, maybe you guys are familiar with a researcher out there who's pretty prolific and also pretty well known on Egyptology. His name is um, John Anthony West. And I've just I've been getting into his stuff a lot lately, and I recommend you guys check him out. Um, to me, he's probably the most astute researcher, uh, the most astute Egyptologist there is out there, including um, not just in, as an independent researcher, but also as a, uh, as, um, as a scholar, like as a scholar. He is not um, a traditional scholar in like traditional academics. He's independent. But I think he takes out all, all the, um, the academics too. He calls them quackademics and for good reason. But anyway, um, so I'm gonna, I want to talk about wisdom and um, how that was like the pursuit of many um, of the ancient civilizations and how it's no longer the pursuit of our modern-day civilizations. But I also want to bring up something else, and that's aliens. Right, right? Because um, first, why don't you, why don't you just um, handle the aliens? Because like, for people that maybe aren't into the truth movement, and, and what what is the truth movement? It's it's not about 9-11. It's not about conspiracies. It's not about aliens. It's just about people that are seekers 
of the truth and just want to know what the meaning of life and the meaning of existence is. And so aliens and conspiracy theories often are are themes that that pop up along this journey. So why don't you why don't you tell tell them like what are some of the the alien propaganda out there? Like well, there's the whole ancient aliens theory. I mean, if you're watching this, you've probably seen that show on TV. <clears throat> A lot of that information that they're giving you is comes from thousands of books and research that other people have done. <clears throat> but what we've been talking about a lot is uh, so many, <laughs> I don't know where to begin. Basically there's, well, like, just, there's, like, a, there's so like many. The grays, like, like, what is, like what is the shit about like Zachary Sitchkin? What was he, what was he saying about like ancient Sumeria? Sumeria's like, pyramids, like who built the pyramids? Okay, yeah. Okay, so Zechariah Stitchin, he, you know, was popular about popular, has a lot of popular books about the Sumerian texts and then uh, their ideas about aliens visiting the earth, inhabiting the earth, creating humans, all this stuff. Um, fuck, my mind's totally blanking right now. Well, it's, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, basically what's happening right now is that there's a lot of ancient alien theories and people are looking for like a unified theory and that's kind of what we're going to get into. But people are looking for a unified theory that's going to like sum up the whole alien conspiracy. But Jamie has some ideas that are... I don't even know, dude. <laughs> well, like I lost my train of thought. It's all good. It all it happens all the time to me, also. And it's just like, um, basically, there's all these theories that aliens created ancient civilization, that they were the ones that built the pyramids. They're the ones who built Pumapunku and the pyramids in Mesoamerica, South America, Central America, uh, Egypt. They were the ones who built all the monuments that modern day scientists still cannot figure out and because like modern day people still can't figure out how these ancient people were able to construct these monuments they say that aliens must have done it because they assume they assume that the ancient people of those times could have no they couldn't have done it because from from the modern man's perspective, we are the pinnacle of civilization, and evolution has ended. But according to not just John Anthony West, who is the Egyptologist that I'm talking about, but if you actually understand truth through your own investigation, um, preferably through a chosen art form, you will arrive hopefully, at many of these same truths that will ring a bell when you listen to um, guys like Miyamoto Musashi from the Book of Five Rings. Um, if you listen to Joseph Campbell, who is responsible for The Hero with a Thousand Faces. If you read the writings of Bruce Lee um, and you cross-reference all of, their, their, of what they're saying and what they are pointing to, including John Anthony West, what he's saying that the Egypt, the Egyptian, ancient Egyptians were pointing to. When you cross-reference all these different people's teachings and writings, 
you will find that there's the same story that they're talking about over and over again. And that's kind of um, like you brought up earlier, Joseph Campbell here with a thousand faces, how he says you will see, find the same alchemical story in, um, in mythologies all around the world. And they're all telling the same story, which is basically the journey of the alchemist first starting out as a seeker of knowledge and wisdom and truth. And then going through a, just a very like, arduous process to finally attain it and that is like the sort you'll see that same motif in, in mythologies and stories over and over again like sword in the stone which is um excalibur um dune you'll see it in the matrix hamlet star wars the lion king like i even um saw it in a steven seagal movie called under siege that i brought up um a second ago before we started filming but um and i don't know if this is even making sense like in a linear fashion because i'm kind of saying it a little bit out of order but um basically what john anthony west was saying this is what his theory is and i'm gonna uh tie this into my own research because here's the thing about um when you're trying to figure out the truth or like the meaning of life or the what it all means like what this whole um human experience means when you're trying to figure it out one person can't do it because it's way too big so we have experts and if you become an expert in something you're, you're going to be blinded to other things because the amount of dedication and focus it takes to become an expert at one thing means that you can't possibly be an expert at everything so so if um you if you are able to use experts work as as puzzle pieces you can actually assemble the puzzle by yourself if you just collect these different puzzle pieces from like different experts so i don't know if i've cracked the entire code or not but um i i feel like i'm getting closer but um what 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 i was basically having um some thoughts are were was this basically what joseph campbell was saying or i mean fuck what um John Anthony West was saying about Egypt was that it's not a, okay. Fuck, you see, I did it. I did it, Ray. I went out of order. I brought up aliens and then I started talking about all this other shit. Okay, first and foremost, I want to say this like straight up. I was all about the aliens for a long time. Yeah. Well, it's it's a work in progress. We're seeking, you know exactly and like I, I would be kind of interested in hearing like being entertained by like yeah maybe aliens did build the pyramids maybe aliens did visit earth a long time ago and create humans using their dna and the, the monkey's dna to make humans as a slave race i did entertain that i'm having a change of heart nowadays now i'm starting to think that the alien stuff is all propaganda Propaganda from what? Propaganda from people actually discovering the truth. Because if you believe that aliens created all of these civil, ancient civilizations and all of these monumental structures that are impossible to build by modern man, if you think that it's aliens that built it, it's also at the same time acknowledging that you are too stupid 
to ever get smart enough to build these monuments and to have a civilization as high as these ancient cultures when the physical evidence recorded and documented by Jonathan West says it's no it's actually the exact opposite in fact it's modern man who is dumber than the ancient humans and the way that um, ancient humans were able to produce these these amazing feats of architecture was because they had higher knowledge and they were actually a higher civilization and civilization has actually devolved since the times of those civilizations why is it devolved because it's become perverted with materialism and and industry and just the way that the world is run now like i said if you were to create an avatar or something like that that was that could come down if you were able to create like any any like imaginary person you wanted and you were going to send them into america or something like that to anywhere to anywhere in the world right now what kind of like attributes would you want them to have like to succeed none of it would really be wisdom most of it would be would be like um I guess like confidence, cockiness, um, yeah, just a bunch of things that like are not are not um, mature in a spiritual, emotional, and a mental sense. And the ancient Egyptians, along with all the other ancient cultures that existed around the same time, their sole objective was immortality, and the, the the paintings and the architecture of Egypt, um, when alien people, alien theorists, when they when they look at all that stuff, they 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 try to say it's all for um, aliens creating mankind. But it's actually when you when you look at it through a different lens, like I was saying, if you look at it through, no, they weren't aliens that created that. They were actual people that lived back then who had different ideals, which was heavily. Uh, heavily geared towards one objective which was achieving immortality we'll get into that next what exactly is immortality we'll get into that next then all the art and the architecture makes even more sense because if you look at um schwaller i guess was the reason was the egyptologist that preceded that preceded john anthony west who said that architecture is actually frozen music literally not metaphorically but actually literally because basically this the way that you scale a song is the same way you would scale a building you would need harmonic proportions and that is computed with numeric values and so the ancient cultures they were always obsessed with numerology like numbers numerology is is a little bit more tied into astrology but they were always obsessed with numbers and measurements and things like that other in other words like harmonic proportions and so this is probably how they were able to build the pyramids was through a secret science of esoteric knowledge not aliens built it and i'm i'm gonna go ahead and this is like my own speculation um i'm wondering if they they the reason why they put up those monuments was to show the achievement of attaining wisdom because if you can if you actually could attain the wisdom that they that they ascribe to you know the secret of how to construct those 
monuments. And modern man still hasn't figured it out. Why? Because we're looking in a different direction. We are, we are, we are progressing into in a different direction than, than what the ancient civilizations were, were trying to progress towards. And that's why if you look at a lot of the ancient Egyptian um, paintings and stuff like that, they clearly show this return to the source, like that there was a connection with man to the stars. And when you die, having attained a higher level of consciousness, which exists outside of time, then you achieve immortality. Because I was thinking about this earlier, and like knowledge and information is alive. And a lot of people don't really look at it like that because when you open a book, you don't think of it as a living being. Even if you look at a tree, most people don't consider trees living. I mean, they do consider trees living, but because they don't move and animate like animals, then we, 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 we tend to overlook them as living things. But living things don't have to move around and shit to be alive. In fact, it's only animals that move to be alive. That's why... It, they're called animals because they animate. But um, in this, so this is the same thing. Information is actually alive and living. That's why when you read the book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi, he he gives you instructions on how to read the book, which is you got to read it over and over again because as you as you train, you have to have an art form. Is like uh, part of that book, the book of Five Rings, is you must, and it's hard to fucking understand. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of that book, but um, the Book of Five Rings is a book of strategy. It's how to master strategy. But in order to master strategy, you gotta you gotta have wisdom. And the only way to get wisdom is through daily search and contemplation. That's the only way to happen. It's got to be a twenty four seven grind. It's not. It's the same with um, if you're a tennis player or a, a martial artist or a uh, visual artist, or whatever. It's got to be eight hours a day at least. Like it's got to be a constant work in progress, a grind. You can't just like um, say om like a couple times in the day or just read some fucking um, couple scriptures and then just go on with your day. It has to be a constant search and contemplation that you're always grinding at this. And as you, as you practice your chosen art form, whatever it is, the truth will slowly and slowly begin to reveal itself to you. And when you reread the Book of Five Rings by Musashi, you will discover more and more meanings each time you read it. And it, it happens. Trust me, you can go and do it for yourself. It's been time-tested. And that's what I mean by um, knowledge is actually alive and living. That guy's dead. For Mimots Musashi was a, a, a samurai from Japan a long time ago, but he's been dead for hundreds of years. But um, his information that he left behind is alive. So I would consider that a form of immortality because now his his information his consciousness has is it it exists outside of time and so do you see because everybody thinks like having children is the way to spread your seed or to keep things going it's not the only way the other way to become immortal or to pass life on is to pass on knowledge so I guess in our in our society that that still goes on it's just not as revered as it used to be. I mean it was like the only objective in in a lot of these ancient cultures. So what I was thinking about is um ancient Egypt so they put up all these all these um 
interesting monuments that are virtually impossible to to reconstruct and i and i'm th i'm thinking they're there as like a cosmic riddle for people to ponder it's for future generations to ponder and once you start pondering that you begin the alchem the alchemical journey back to the source if you can figure it out and it, that's why it, to me that's why it's there and um that that is magic that is pure magic and if if you are searching and seeking and you get stuck on it. See, that's how I'm viewing the alien propaganda is that it's a distraction. You know how like Bruce Lee said, um, don't um, concentrate on the finger or you will miss. Or, or he said, what, what was it? It was like he's pointing at the moon and he says, don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. Meaning if you concentrate on the finger, you won't see the moon. So, and that's what he's pointing to. So don't concentrate on the, the thing pointing at the moon, but concentrate on the moon. Basically, don't be distracted is what he's trying to say. And so I'm thinking that the alien propaganda, this is speculation, but maybe some people who don't want us discovering the truth may have put out the alien propaganda as a roadblock for people discovering, um, discovering the truth, a.k.a wisdom because they're telling you to look out there they're telling you to look into outer space when really you got to look in here and that's what all the alchemists are saying all the mystics and all them that's all what they're saying is that no you don't look out there you look in here but the alien propaganda actually distracts you it tells you to look elsewhere so now that's like my new take on the alien propaganda is that that's actually what it is it's propaganda to prevent those because that's the other thing what is a hater a hater is someone who either can't achieve something or simply doesn't and so they don't want you to achieve it and that's kind of how i see the alien propaganda is that it's just it's out there because people haven't figured it out and they don't want you to figure it out but i don't, I don't think again like that's speculation i'm saying like if there was an illuminati or a new world order and let's say they did want to prevent people from self-empowering themselves by discovering the truth and becoming immortal and all those things through self-discovery through an art form which is why they don't like artists maybe that's why governments do not like artists and shit like that because um you get too powerful it's like if you practice a certain art form you start to grow nuts you start to fucking become more intelligent and you become more powerful and like they, that's not what they want to keep this whole system economics top-down economic system going you can't have all these self-empowered people out there creating their own destinies you must have them on lockdown you must have them disempowered and feeling stupid so you just tell them like yeah you're incapable of nothing aliens were the ones that were responsible for everything that you don't understand so don't even try to understand it um but it's not going to happen because there are very fucking sharp people out there in the world who are just born with very very sharp minds and it's not going to stop us so um that's how i feel about the aliens but it's just like, um, but that's what I think, like, um, the communication of the ancient Egyptians was supposed to, now it goes all biblical and shit, because you've heard of, like, Babel, and um, Babel is, like, Tower of Babel is basically, there was, like, one spoken language that all mankind used to be able to communicate with. After Babel, um, everybody was scattered all over the earth, all the languages are mixed up, and everybody became confused after that. But, like, so, what John Anthony West was saying was that possibly, um, what is... 
what is um, that universal language that all of mankind used to speak in ancient times, and he's saying it's the language of the cosmos. Um, because that is the one thing that everybody everybody can understand is if you look up into the sky, everybody can can read the stars and how they're aligned and everything. But not only that, uh, symbology. Um, that's why hieroglyphics is um, they're all pictographs that tell a story, and everybody could recognize those symbols regardless of the language that you speak. But you know what's very interesting about that was um, that's also how Chinese is written. If you look at uh, Chinese characters. They are um, pictographs, and they basically tell stories, which is why, um, like, if you have a three-page um, story in letters, you can actually just um, consolidate that into one character or, or one, you know, one Chinese character. And so that's, it's just it's another way of – it's another way of communicating that is not very – it's 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 often overlooked nowadays because everything is so. We don't communicate symbolically like this anymore, or I mean, the whole world um, isn't really on this type of um, communication. But it is a powerful kind of communication because art and metaphor is actually a more encompassing language than language is than spoken or or literal language and that is why the mystics when they are trying to describe enlightenment or wisdom or immortality all these concepts transcendence all these concepts are too difficult to describe with linear language so they describe these things through art and through metaphor or mythology so so when you read all these different mythologies they're metaphors for for this wisdom and this this knowledge and this secret science, if you've if you've trained yourself to to have this clarity and to be able to see the truth, um, which will reveal itself to you, it's not and it's something to be discovered. It's not like it's not like you can have an opinion about this. So um, so what what else? So what, like, what are your some of your thoughts on this? Um, it kind of goes back to it's like a reoccurring theme in all of our programs. It seems like. Just because of all the conspiracy theories that we have been researching and all the books we've read, it always leads back to like there's not that much unless you're like in a political office or whatever. There's not that much you could do. But even even to get to that point, you it, it all goes back to you, like within the, every man's path is like the path to himself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you fucking um, you, you just hit the nail right on the head with the hammer on that one because um another thing is that if you look at the um the architecture i keep bringing up egypt when you look at the architecture of it um uh, you'll see like the kings and the sphinx and all this and a lot of people think oh it's the royal family um no actually well yeah some of it is but when they deify the kings when they rectify the kings what they are actually rectifying is the king within it is the king within you it is the king that exists within you it is for you to discover it is it is the divine spark that that you're born with and it's up to you to fan that spark and to access to higher consciousness that exists outside of time that's actually a um it, i mean it's 
it's maybe so simple that that's what makes it difficult. It's maybe so simple that that's what makes it difficult because we're living in a confused world. There's too many voices. And when you listen to too many people other than yourself, you get confused. And so that's why the hardest thing to do is actually to tune out the rest of the world and to listen to your inner voice. It's hard to know what, what the fuck your inner voice sounds like. And that's why it takes work. It takes inner work. It takes inner work. But nobody wants to do inner work. And that's the fucking thing. Uh, we live in a world where that... It's not cool. It's not cool. But like it fucking, it wasn't even mentioned growing up, you know, in our civil, in our society. Yeah, it's not mentioned. It's not mentioned, and like uh, that's what we're talking about. Is that like um, you can't look at gadgets and say that that is the mark of a high civilization. You just can't, because as I mentioned earlier in our uh, previous podcasts, what good is progress? Like, I mean. Everything just moves faster nowadays, but I don't feel more powerful. I don't feel, I actually feel less powerful. I feel like all this technology and gadgets, it's like making me, it's making my own faculties weaker. It's making your intuition weaker. It's making your connection to the planet and to the stars weaker, I think. Um, and that's why it's important. I mean, they say to go back to nature and like go camping or some shit. But, um, I don't know. I mean, if you have fucking wisdom, you can exist at any time in history and still have a connection to the stars and to the planet if you got the wisdom. And that's why I'm trying to spread that that tradition to keep it going. And it doesn't matter whether people listen or not. It matters that people think about this and search and contemplate by themselves and come to their own conclusions. That's what this whole path and journey is about. And I hope you will join me on this because Jedi Knights, straight up, like if you watch Star Wars and shit, it's, it may sound gay and cheesy, not like in a homosexual way, but like in a wingnut, um, idiot kind of way. Like, ooh, like, like that guy on YouTube, fucking toilet, you've seen it, where he's doing the double lightsaber shit. But, I mean, I don't know, because I want civilization to reach um, the level that it did in, in the ancient past so that we can pick up where they left off. And um, they even talk about that when, I don't know the exact mythologies of it, but um, Toth was based, Toth, who became um, this, if you're not into this, it's going to just not make sense. Toth became Hermes Triskamiscus, and in that, uh, he wrote about like this age of chaos that was descending upon that would be the new age of chaos that would last for however many years where they would think like madmen were 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 brave men and it was just everything was backwards and so i think we're coming out of that now that's why you see all these financial institutions coming down um the 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 earth is going through this alchemical cleansing right now where that system of that world that eon of chaos is is hopefully um, almost over because look how many fucking world we've already had three world wars you know like and so i'm hoping that this or four actually if you count the cold war which according to douglas diedrich uh, future historians will consider the cold war the fourth world war but yeah i'm just hoping that we can um possibly get there 
And if not, um, I don't know then. Then shit out of luck. But what are you gonna? Sounds sounds good to me. Just gotta stay busy. Stay learning. Stay going. Yeah, you gotta stay going. And and that's the other thing I wanted to say about don't get stuck. Because if you get stuck on the alien, well, you can if you want. I'm not telling people how to live, but I'm just saying, um, if you get stuck at the alien shit, then you've stopped. And if you stop, then you are not living. You are not alive. And if you are not living and you are not alive, you cannot adapt, improvise, and adjust. And if you cannot do those things, then um, you're not really existing. You're, you've already begun the process of dying. And we already went through the whole death shit in like previous podcasts about how um, the difference between living and dying is that when you're living, you're creating and things like that because you're always dying. Just by the fact that you were um, you're born and time is moving forward, um, you're already in the process of dying. So the only time that you're living is when you are able to create. And that's what improvisation is. And that's why we don't script none of this shit. It's all improv. Like, we don't fucking prepare or script anything because then it would be fake. This would all be phony. We don't have, like, a script where we, we read it off. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I suck so bad at this sometimes because uh, we have nothing prepared. I didn't know when he's going to hand me the mic and just talk, so. We didn't know we were going to film. But that's the beauty of it. This is what I'm talking about. It's like um, we're, we're living, and that, that's what I was trying to say is that when you are improvising – in any form, comedy or acting or art, anytime you're creating something from nothing, just off the spot, like off the top, that then you are living, and that and it, it goes it goes hand in hand with knowledge, which is also alive, and so that's why I um, encourage everybody to do this. Um, I don't know if any of this even made sense because it was so scattered around, and I hope it. I really hope it did. But um, that's it for right now. We really don't give a fuck about, like, um, I don't know. Go ahead. Just don't get stuck. That's it. Don't get stuck. Keep it moving. Uh, you know, we, we actually have these kind of talks all the time off camera, too. And a lot of dudes we know will get stuck on, like, conspiracy theories. And that just kind of kind of see them go into, like, a weird cycle of paranoia and discovery and paranoia and discovery where really the truth is the real truth is you can't, there's not much you could do about it, but work on yourself and um, inspire others to do the same. That's it. It's the only way you can make change. I think that, I, you know, yeah. yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And it's like, um, I really feel like, um, you know how we also talked about in a previous podcast, the flow states. And um, you get into these flow states and um, you are living, you are alive. But there's probably other things going on in your physical body too. Like you're probably preserving yourself longer the more that you keep, you don't shut off your, your, your desire, your, your engine to keep searching and to keep contemplating. Because the mysteries are fucking... I mean, because now they're even saying that the Egyptians even had any... Uh, was a relic civilization of an even older civilization where they got their information from. And don't tell me it's the fucking aliens. I don't want to hear that shit. Um, but it's just fascinating. We're, we're going to continue. There's a lot more... The rabbit hole goes so much deeper. The, the rabbit hole goes so much deeper when you take aliens out of the picture. 
It just does because if you bring aliens into the picture, it ends with aliens. They they they're superior. They fucking created shit, and then it ends. But the story of um, human beings is actually way more fascinating. So, and there's and it's like in one lifetime, are you gonna really fucking figure it all out? I doubt it. I mean, that's what everybody's. But I don't know. It just opens up all these other questions. Like, what is reincarnation? Why are some people special? Like, have they been reincarnated? Have they lived and experienced and been reincarnated so many fucking times that when they finally come back from like the hundredth time, they just know the future? They're advanced. They're advanced beings, and that's why they stand out. And that's why they're so fucking obvious when you walk by them on the street. It's like game recognized game. It's like they've worked on themselves, and you see that fucking dedication, and you see that experience esoterically and so um i don't know these are people like jesus i'd even say like fucking um i even say like bruce lee's a minor prophet if you look at fucking uh what he did in like 32 years that's not normal like that's not a normal achievement for someone in that short amount of space um but there's others too there's like ascended what do they call them ascended masters like these are people that um are like prophets and they've probably been reincarnated thousands and then that's why they're immortal i mean maybe i don't know like see all this shit is like now we're 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 starting to question again we haven't just settled on like okay it's the engine you know we haven't just settled you never settle you keep it fucking going and then when you die hopefully it's still gonna you're still not gonna fucking get it but i really think that like um when you die and you leave your physical body the information the things that were you were processing in your brain, you were crystallizing in your brain the information and the breakthroughs that you made on planet Earth in your physical body. When your physical body dies, the information goes somewhere, and possibly you go with it. I hope so. And I hope that you can um, incarnate and move through the galaxy and different star systems and just have as many different experiences as you possibly can and just become wiser and wiser. You just got to just keep becoming wiser and wiser because the wiser you are, it's all preparation. I mean, it's the same thing when you sit down with a, a little kid playing video games. Um, how come he can whoop your ass? How come a fucking five-year-old can whoop your ass at, 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 at video games, at, at um, Call of Duty? Why? Because he's, he knows the game. Because he knows what's going to happen. He can anticipate every next step, and you can't. That's the only reason. So it's the same thing. If you are wise... In a way, you can see the future. You're a few steps ahead than everyone else. And if you use that for evil, then you're a fuckweed. But um, hopefully you don't do that. But I, I, I honestly think that if you are wise and you have the wisdom and it's a complete package and you basically wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't have to do that because you understand abundance. You see, like evil and all that shit kind of comes from scarcity. It comes from like, control it's like you want to have control dominance you want to punish it's like you want to uh, enslave because i can't fucking empower self-empower so i gotta have power over other people i can't fucking empower see like i can empower i'm fucking empowered right now just talking i feel great like when i fucking get into these things like it i feel i didn't turn on the tv i didn't have someone give me compliments i didn't have a girl fucking giving me head. It's just like, um, I just feel fucking awesome. 
And um, I don't know, maybe if you don't have that ability, then you have the opposite desire to want to control and prevent others from feeling awesome. I don't know. That's just speculation. What do you got to say about that? Keep going, man. You're, you're, you're going. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that was pretty much it. It's just that, like, that's what you get from fucking wisdom is that you get, you get your own fucking, you're your own boss, basically. You're your own inspiration. And, um, that is not how, um, I don't know. I think that's just not how, like, imagine if everybody was on that schedule. It wouldn't be so good for institutions, would it? It would be a lot more difficult to keep a workforce going to work every day at jobs they don't like. It'd be, um, it'd be difficult. I mean, they, they probably are afraid, the governments and stuff would probably be afraid that we would revolt or, like, do some crazy shit, which has happened. And maybe that's why when that has happened, you know, people get turned off for, for that happening. Who knows? I mean, it's speculation, but it's good that we can sit down and have these interesting conversations because shit is not cool anymore. Um, you're kind of looked at as like a, a, a geek or a, or a um, what are you looked at if you talk about this kind of stuff? A weird, like deep person? That's what they call you. So like, um, I don't care. You either get it or you don't. It's like, that's how it is. You either get it or you don't. And if... Um, if you get it, then shit, then we are brothers in arms. So, um, did you want to close off with anything? That's good. I think we should close it off. That's pretty much it. Um, I hope that you guys were able to get at least something from 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 this this chunk of uh, material, digital material that's that's floating around in cyberspace. Whoever finds it, I mean, whatever age you are, I don't know you. But um, it's wisdom is wisdom. Truth is truth. So, uh, like it's like I said, you either get it or you don't. And that should wrap it up. That should wrap it up. See you next time. And we'll see, yeah, we'll see you next time.